Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today is, how do you breathe during stressful time? I mean, in real time. We've all heard that that breathing helps with things like reducing chronic pain and stress and anxiety and different forms of depression, but how do you do it in real life scenarios? And so I want to introduce you to our guest today. This is Chuck McGee third, and Hello, Chuck. Hello. Let's go into this. Chuck is a, he's an instructor. He's a breathwork instructor. And he's also since helped our team. We have our monthly all hands meetings. And he came to one of our meetings and guided all our team through uh, some breathing exercises that are absolutely profound to help us with our productivity, our performance, and even our peace of mind. And so that's the discussion we're going to have today. And Chuck, what is happening right now with people and, and, their, and their breathing? And how is that affecting our, our cognitive ability? Well, when we're under stress, we lose about one third of our mental acuity. And mm. I, like you, I've had a head injury and I just can't afford to give that away in a stressful situation. I need to be all there and ready to make the best decision, even in the most stressful times. So doing something like practicing active breath work or, you know, sitting in a cold plunge for a couple minutes a day can help you practice with stress safely and learn how to, you know, modulate your breath for the situation you're in. Very, very important. You, you have this, um, and we've had, we've talked about breath. We've had uh, James Nestor talk on, on, on the show and, you know, you have this quote that I, that I'll always remember that you shared with us when we first met and it was, you are your body's pilot right? Not its passenger. And I just feel like that's so deep. What does that mean? So much of what we do is reactionary. And a lot of people say, you know, practice makes perfect, but that's not true. Practice makes permanent. And if you're practicing and you're unaware of something, you, you find you're breathing through your mouth. We take 18 to 25,000 breaths a day. Over 10 days, that's up to a quarter million muscle movements. The more we make a choice, the more the brain wants to make the choice. So stepping into the pilot seat and consciously moving the levers and gears that is your breath can allow you to really step in and and pilot your way through the stress rather than just be buffeted around and end up where it takes you. And it's one of the fastest ways to to reset, right? Where I mean we're talking about breathing and people think that they're, you know, they're doing it mostly unconsciously without any mindfulness and it's like why do I need to learn how to breathe? I, I've gotten this far in my in my life, but your, our physiology is definitely affecting our psychology and its performance. Well, absolutely. So if you're having a stressful day, you need to go into a meeting and you catch yourself breathing through your mouth. You're telling your body, even before you think about it, that we are in a stressful situation and we might be in a little bit of danger. Our body can't separate the modern world from the past we evolved from. So it thinks we're in danger. So it's like, okay, heart rate goes up. If you're breathing through your mouth, your veins and arteries are constricting, your blood pressure is going up. None of those things help you perform. Those are all going to be a detriment. That's just front-loaded stress even before you get into that situation. So if this is where you're sitting and then stress hits you, 
It's like a highway that's supposed to have four lanes open, but now suddenly has two. It's just not as efficient as it could be. And, you know, people say, why do I need to learn how to breathe? The same reason someone needs to teach you how to eat correctly, how to have a proper mental monologue for yourself, how to do self-speech properly, because sometimes we just need a little help. How to remember things, how to focus. (laughs) How to read faster. And so you mentioned uh, mouth breathing and... I have this ritual at night where I do mouth taping to encourage nasal breathing. Why is it so important that we breathe through our nose? That's what the nose is for, quite honestly. The nose is meant to breathe. It, it filters, it humidifies the air. As you, you breathe in, you get nitric oxide introduced to the, the, the air and the bloodstream. Nitric oxide is antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial. It's also a vasodilator. So it helps your veins and arteries, you know, open just a little bit more. It helps your blood pressure drop, your heart rate drop. So if stress is to hit you at then, instead of being a four-lane highway, you're at six. You can take that little bit of stress and still perform. And it's free training. If I can train while I'm asleep, let's do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And it's, it's carbon dioxide. It's this gas that people say, oh, it, it, we, should, we should not be having CO2. Well, CO2 is a good gas to have. It's what tells the oxygen to release from the hemoglobin and go into the bloodstream. If you have a good relationship with CO2, you're getting better blood flow to your brain. So if I don't want to lose one third of my mental acuity in a stressful situation, I have to make myself aware of the fact that I may be giving it away even before that stimulus hits me simply by breathing in a manner that stresses me out. So if you're breathing in a stressed out manner, you're sitting in a stressed out manner, and then stress hits you, you've just harmonized with a really unfortunate event. Even when people are are online and people are suffering from screen fatigue or they're reading, Chuck, people will say, tell to me to say that, Jim, I want to practice your speed reading techniques, but I'm so tired. Reading puts me to sleep. And I look at their physiology. I look at their posture. I look at their breathing. Somebody told me once that the lower one third of our lungs absorbs, you know, more of the oxygen into our bloodstream, but people are definitely not tapping into that. And so a lot of times people are tired just because they're not getting enough oxygen maybe to their brain. And it's exhausting to be under low grade stress all day long. If you're breathing through your mouth and you're sitting inappropriately and you're, you're, you're stressing out over the news or I can't do what I want to do, you're exhausting yourself. But if we're talking about stress in real time and you don't want to give up that, that one third of your mental acuity that you just shuffle off for that high emotion, one of the best things you can do is bring awareness to it. And the prompt I use is set an alarm on your phone five times a day that reminds you to check in. It's, it sounds a bit Pavlovian, but it works. Our phones are usually near us. It doesn't have to be a chime. It can just vibrate. And you know, when your phone vibrates, you can oh, check in with your posture, give yourself a stretch. And even in stressful situations, the more you practice this, the more you become familiar with it, the more likely you are to fall into it when you absolutely need it. You know, I, I found, uh, I've actually done some breath work with podcast guests sometimes uh, it happens more than you think it somebody's coming on they get a little nervous or have a little bit of angst or anxiety before they get on stage or before they get on to a podcast like this or even actors many of them deal with with stage fright and uh, but they have a love for the art 
And so this is a great exercise to take people through. So let, let's imagine right now that our listener is going through, they start feeling the sensation of, of stress, some kind of external difficulty where they feel a little bit of, of threat. And we want people to get into maybe that parasympathetic, you know, more rest and, and digest, not whether in the fight or flight, where their their survival brain is is holding them hostage away from their executive function and all that mental acuity and brain power that they want to access. How long does this exercise take approximately? Roughly a minute and a half. Perfect. I want everyone to do this. If it, you feel safe, you're in a place where you could do this exercise, which is the, the point of it. Let's do this. All right. So the first thing you're going to want to notice is where are your shoulders? If you're wearing them as earrings, you want to relax. And the easiest way to put your shoulders in the right place is just face your palms forward with your arms relaxed. You'll notice your shoulders drop back. We're going to try and take a nice, slow, deep breath in and out through the nose. We're going to be taking five breaths in for four, out for six, and we're going to hold for one second in between. And we want these breaths to be deep, diaphragmatic breaths. So you want that lateral expansion of your lower ribs just to make sure you're using your diaphragm. And I, I want to clarify, because a lot of people are told when they, maybe they watch YouTube videos or something, it's like belly breathing and they're blow, you know, pushing their belly out. But you're, you're talking about this lateral expansion. What's, what's the difference? So imagine an umbrella is upside down in your body. And when you take that breath in, you want that umbrella to open and expand that whole cylinder in a 360 degree circle. It's not just the belly and the chest, it's the ribs, it's the, the, the back, and it's that whole cylinder from the bottom of the belly up to your, your collarbone. Take that nice big breath in. We don't want our chest to rise. We want our chest to open laterally as well. So, you know, tongue to the roof of the mouth, eyes parallel with the ground. You can even wiggle your fingers by your eyes to open your peripheral vision if you'd like. That'll help relax you just a little bit more. Oh, I like this. Yeah. So relax your arms. And so you're sitting here and then you rotate your palms forward so that your shoulders go back. And we're just going to breathe five breaths. So fully in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four five, six, hold, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, hold, in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, hold. Last one. In, two, three, four, and hold it at the top and stretch real big. Loosen those muscles up. And on the exhale, nice and slow, two, three, four, five, six. And just check in with your body. Where is your mind at now? How does your body feel? If this is something you'd like, this is where you become the pilot. And five times a day, step into this place, check your posture, check your vision, slow the body down. We've nicknamed this exercise stress venting because we don't need to backpack it with us all day long. We can take the opportunity to check in with ourselves, 
to let that little bit of stress go and retain the best functioning ability of our mind throughout the day. I love that. Thank you, Chuck. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a real gift. And just final question, is the the ratio important? We hear, uh, I know you did inhale for four and an exhale for six. Past guests have talked about box breathing, doing something like four in you know, inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for mm-hmm. four, hold for four. You know, Wim Hof has been on the show and his breathing exercises before he does his uh, his cold therapy. Some of our experts have talked about going to bed and doing four, seven, eight. That's a great one too. Why the um, the differentiation? And is it, is it important, or is it more more important that you're just you're present and you're breathing through your nose and your your physiology, your shoulders. The ratio I, I like is to, to attain a parasympathetic breath, your exhale needs to be one and a half times longer than your inhale. Hmm. So that's the ratio I use, four, six. I mean, you can even do six, nine if you'd like. You can play with that ratio and find that number that's right for you. There is no dogma here. This is a tool. This is a, a nice tool to help you kind of enter the parasympathetic or not even enter, just influence the body to push the needle a little bit further in that direction. And and it's it's nice. You can do it anywhere. Like the the anxiety breath, four, seven, eight. Well, anti-anxiety. It's not one that brings it. It's one that helps get rid of it. That's great. If that tool works for you, use that tool. Box breathing. Box breathing can bring you up or bring you down, depending on the intention you put behind the breath. So. People can use it to put themselves to sleep or they can use it to really motivate themselves. And that's where you're the pilot. That's where the intention is so vital. And, you know, the opposite of that's true. If you want to give yourself a little energy, open your mouth and take a couple breaths with with your mouth and see what that does to your body. The only way to become the pilot is to know what the knobs and levers and switches do. And the only way to do that is to play. We talk about in our work that your brain is an incredible technology. It can do wondrous things, and yet it doesn't come with an owner's manual. And <laughs> I would say that also includes the, the rest of the body as your brain is part of your body. It doesn't come with that owner's manual. I know on, on certain days you have a, a weekly check-in and you do, you do some guided breath work online. Every Sunday and Monday, 11 a.m. Pacific on Sundays and 9 p.m. Pacific on Mondays over Zoom. It's not free. It doesn't cost anything to show up but your time and attention, but I think those are your most valuable resources you possess. So if you're willing to share a little bit of your time and attention with me, I'll share a little bit of mine with you. Mm, uh, it's interesting because knowledge and wisdom and skills, it's, it's not free because you have to pay attention mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and invest some of your time. So that's very generous. Thank you. Where do people go? to find out more about that? So my, my Instagram page has a, a permanent link to the, to the Zoom call. Uh, that's at Iced Viking Breathworks. That's pretty much one of the best ways to find it. And it's every week, even if I don't post, hey, it's happening this week, it's happening that week. And if for whatever reason I'm on a plane or I'm traveling, there'll be a note that says, hey, not this week, but I've, I've missed very few in four years. So yeah, Instagram is at Iced Viking Breathworks and my website is Iced Viking Breathworks. And if that's too big, just put in I-V-B-W and it'll take you right there. We'll put this link in the in the show notes. Thank you for that. So I want to get feedback from everybody who's listening to this or if you're watching it on YouTube. I'd love for everybody to take a screenshot of this episode 
and you could tag Chuck, you could tag myself on social media so we get to see it. And how has your experience been? How has your experience been with this? I'll repost some of some of our favorites. And, you know, as always, we gift out a copy of Limitless every single week to our community. And this is just another example, a very simple tool that you could use. As always, I want to thank you for listening to this and be on this path. I believe that we're all on this journey to realize and reveal our fullest potential, that there is a version of ourselves that's patiently waiting. And the goal is exactly what we're doing. We show up every single day. We're learning, we're doing the work, and uh, one day we'll get to meet that individual, you know, that we are the superhero that we've been waiting for. And Chuck, you know, thank you for unlocking our powers. Thank you for the cape that you wear. As always, all the show notes uh, will be at jimquick.com forward slash notes. Make sure you subscribe. And if you got value out of this conversation, make sure you follow Chuck and join him for his, his weekly uh, breath work. And also make sure you leave a review. That's a way of thanking us and be able to share because your stories will influence other people to claim their limitless life. Chuck, thank you so much. Thank you. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before 
answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.